You are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material, and before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by our Chief Economist, Stephen Halmerick. Stephen, nice to have you on. Thanks, Belinda. It's very good to be here with you again. Yes. And today, in a little bit of a change, I'm going to ask you some questions because we've just had the Reserve Bank uh, board meeting and the decision by the Reserve Bank to leave interest rates on hold and uh, you had prepared our preview on the Reserve Bank I and have written the note uh, following the Reserve Bank meeting today. So firstly, um, so the RBA on hold, which was our view, so that's a, a good outcome. That was, and for all the mortgage holders out there as well. So as we had expected, the RBA left the cash rate on hold at 4.1% at its July board meeting. So looking at consensus Narrowly, most economists expected on hold. Financial markets had priced in a small chance uh, of a rate hike, but we knew going into this meeting it was going to be a finely balanced decision. But looking at the statement, perhaps it was less finely balanced than maybe what we had expected, uh, and we'll talk about the reasons why the RBA uh, left the cash rate on hold. But but certainly uh, they have done a lot. Uh, they're still worried about inflation, but maybe less so after their rate hike uh, in June. Uh, but we're still expecting another rate hike from here. Yes, that's right. So let, let's have a look at the reasons why the Reserve Bank gave for leaving rates on hold today. And in, in your note, the first reason you've mm. given or the Reserve Bank stated is, well, they've done a lot that's already. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So that was kind of at the, the top of their their statement. So in the statement, they said that interest rates have been increased by four percentage points since May last year. So winding back the clock in May 2022, they lifted the cash rate from 0.1%. So they have done a lot in a relatively speedy uh, time horizon. Uh, Interest rates where they sit now at 4.1%, we think are in deeply restrictive territory. Looking at housing debt servicing costs as a share of income, uh, they're up to a record high. We've obviously still got uh, you know more rate hikes to come through. We know we're only at the start of the the fixed rate mortgage reset that that's going to happen. So we've had a lot of rate hikes, uh, and there's still going to be more impact on on households still to come. Yes, for sure. And one thing we've highlighted in previous podcasts is that you know if you have a mortgage with the Commonwealth Bank, uh, between the time the Reserve Bank puts rates up and the day you actually pay that higher interest rate on your monthly repayments is about three months. Yep. So there's a lot of tightening still coming down the system, uh, so to speak. Uh, so the second reason the Reserve Bank talked about for keeping rates on hold today was, well, the last r- monthly reading, the Consumer Price Index Indicator yep. for May, actually showed a bit of a moderation in headline inflation. So can you talk us through that? That's right. So that was, I think, one of the key reasons why we ended up expecting the RBA to be on hold at the July board meeting. So the monthly CPI indicator that we got out uh, a bit under a week ago now uh, for May uh, showed a deceleration in the pace of monthly CPI to 5.6%. So we have to remember it, it was at 6.8% in April and that was one of the key reasons why they ended up hiking uh, back in June. But Mm. the fact that we did see a deceleration in the pace of growth 
uh, I think really fed into their decision uh, today as well as, as I said, reason number one, they've done a lot. So they talked a lot about uh, upside risk to inflation at the June board meeting as well as in the RBA board minutes. Uh, Governor Lowe also has delivered a speech uh, post that June board meeting just to talk about the upside risks. They weren't mentioned again in the statement today. So it looks like their rate hike at the last meeting in June was really an insurance policy against those upside risk to inflation. They're obviously pleased that the monthly CPI has decelerated, uh, but they do note in the statement today that inflation does remain too high. They obviously want it to come down uh, back towards the target. Yes, for sure. We'll talk a little bit more about inflation in a moment, but mm. as you mentioned, you know, that, that, that monthly reading of CPI peaked late last year and now it's down at 5.6% in May. So, you know, clearly still well above the target range, uh, which is 2 to 3%, uh, but a lot better than it was uh, late last year. Mm. Um, so the third reason the Reserve Bank gave for keeping rates on hold that you've highlighted in your note is, well, actually just pausing uh, in July gives them, a, gives them a little bit more time to assess how things are going. And, and so what, what on the agenda, what's on the agenda between now and the August board meeting do you think that they will really be focused on? I think first and foremost will be the, the second quarter uh, CPI print. So we get that out uh, in late July. So we know the monthly CPI indicator can be quite volatile. Mm. Uh, we've seen that in the most recent months For where sure. we saw it move from 6.3 to 6.8 to 5.6. So it is volatile. It's also not a complete measure. Uh, of uh, consumer price inflation as well because not everything is measured monthly. So I think they'll want to see that full quarterly CPI print uh, before lifting interest rates again. So pausing at the July board meeting uh, just gave them time to get that full inflation picture. Between now and the August board meeting, we'll also get another labour force print. Uh, this time uh, for June, it was uh, very strong. Uh, the last reading we did get, we obviously get more up-to-date uh, consumer spending uh, indicators as well, including retail trade. And most importantly, uh, at the August board meeting, the, the RBA staff will present their updated economic forecasts as well. So the RBA will have a lot more information at its August board meeting uh, mm -hmm. to make the decision uh, if they will uh, raise the cash rate again. And at the moment, our base case is we do expect one more rate hike by the RBA at that August board meeting. But we do note we get a lot more data out between now and then, so obviously finalise our forecast, particularly after we see that quarterly inflation print uh, in late July. Yes, and it's, as you say, there's a lot of information coming down in the next few weeks, and certainly the RBA will, will be able to assess that. And uh, I think, you know, importantly, as you mentioned, August is one of the one of the months. Mm. You know, it's four times a year they do a full reassessment of all their forecasts, all their economic forecasts. So. You quite often find over the years, you know, rate changes in the, in those in those quarters, in those months, um, and as you said, our base case is we'll get another one in August. Uh, another area that uh, you know people have been interested in talking about in the Reserve Bank highlighted today is is wages mm. growth. So I thought it was interesting. They uh, and here's a quote. They said at the aggregate level, uh, wages growth is still consistent with the inflation target provided that productivity growth picks up. So, you know, that's a big provided. It is. Um, we've seen productivity go growth be, let's say, disappointing or, or modest recently, but I thought it was really important um, or significant that they said, you know, really at the aggregate level, it still looks like wages growth is consistent with the target. So 
getting a lot of headlines about big increases in national wage yeah. cases, as I mentioned, other um, enterprise bargaining agreements rolling over. But at the moment, they seem not, not relaxed, but um, reasonably confident that they've got uh, wages and inflation trending in the right direction. So one of the reasons why we do believe they hiked in June was that larger than expected minimum wage decision. Uh, so award wages lift uh, from 1 July uh, by 5.75%. So that was higher than the case we saw uh, last year. So I think that was top of mind for the RBA. They've spoken uh, quite a bit in their recent communication about not wanting kind of high inflation and high wages growth to, to tie together and no indexation to take place mm. of those two factors. So the latest reading we did get on aggregate wages growth uh, in the WPI for the first quarter had that wages measure at 3.7%. Anything around 4%, as long as you're getting productivity growth of around that 1.5% level, uh, should be in line with the inflation target. But as you said, productivity growth has been pretty disappointing in, in recent years and the most recent national accounts did highlight that. So it is just worthwhile having that in mind when we think about the longer-term direction of interest rates, the fact that the RBA does remain quite focused on productivity growth, on wages growth, on the pace of inflation growth. And I think that's why today we did see their forward guidance unchanged. Yeah, so that's a, a good place to mm. begin to, to wind up. Uh, although they did keep rates on hold today, the, the forward guidance was really unchanged. Yes. I thought the key sentence here, you know, last paragraph is always the first one yeah. to read, I think. It says, <laughs> you know, Quoting again, some further tightening of monetary policy may be required to ensure that inflation returns to target in a reasonable time frame. But that will depend upon how the economy and inflation evolve. So clearly pointing towards the base cases, I think they need to do a little bit more. Yep. But it's really, as they say, you know, data dependent. So just reinforcing our view, um, we expect one more. That's right. So one more rate hike in August, but as I noted earlier, it will come very much down to where that quarterly CPI prints uh, in late July. But it's really interesting that the forward guidance at the July on hold meeting was unchanged and it was the same forward guidance they've used in May and June as well. So they want everyone to still think that they have a hiking bias uh, just to, to keep everyone believing that they're there to, to bring inflation back down in a timely manner. So at this stage, we do expect one final rate hike in August and that will take the cash rate to 4.35%. All right, well, thank you very much for that, Belinda. Uh, great chatting with you. Now I'll hand back to you. Yeah, thanks, Stephen. So if you'd like to read our, our report on the RBA July board meeting, that was published on the 4th of July, 2023. Uh, you can find that on combankresearch.com.au.